Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This morning, joining forces, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese meets world leaders in Japan, the new alliance to counter China's influence in the Pacific. Free flu shots for every Queenslander, an urgent warning as cases surge. Remembering Roy, new details on the Cricket Stars Memorial Service. And petrol prices tip to break records again. How much you'll be paying at the Bowser. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Australia is set to join a US-led alliance to rein in the influence of China in the Indo-Pacific. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us with the details. Good morning, Taylor. This is one of our new Prime Minister's first orders of business after touching down in Tokyo. Jody, good morning. Well, after a bit of a whirlwind first day as Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese has touched down in Tokyo ahead of the Quad Leaders Summit. It is expected today that Anthony Albanese will reveal Australia will join a new economic bloc within the Asia-Pacific in order to counter China's aggressive expansion in the region. Australia will join 13 other countries, including the US, Japan, South Korea and India, representing a joint economic powerhouse to address issues such as supply chains and climate change. Committed for the long haul, ready to champion our vision for a positive future for the region and the, uh, the nations represented here today are signing up to work toward an economic vision that will deliver for all people. Later today, Anthony Albanese will join leaders of the US, India and Japan in his first major international meeting since becoming Prime Minister. That's before a series of bilateral discussions, including with US President Joe Biden. Top of the agenda for these meetings is the rising threat of China, including what, if any, action nations would take if China was to invade Taiwan. So straight back to work for Anthony Albanese in what are tackling some serious issues of what will be very important during his prime ministership. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. Free flu shots are being offered to every Queenslander aged six months or older today to prevent an outbreak from escalating. The $40 million program is designed to relieve pressure on the state's hospitals. 150 patients with influenza A have already been admitted, 10 are in ICU. After the last two years of influenza dormancy due to COVID, we're really worried about the trajectory that this flu season's heading. It's quite frightening. The free vaccine program ends on June 30. 
South Australia's school mask mandate could be lifted as early as today. At the moment, face coverings are required for students in years 7 to 12, but top health officials will discuss changing the rule at a meeting this morning. Meantime, several Victorian schools are urging students and staff to put their masks back on as COVID and the flu spread rapidly through classrooms. New South Wales has recorded its second death of a person with Japanese encephalitis. The victim was a man in his 60s who caught the mosquito-borne virus in March. He died in hospital in Albury last week. The health department says evidence shows a decline in the number of mozzies carrying the disease. Cricketing legends and friends of Andrew Simons will speak at his public memorial service in Townsville this Friday. Among them are Test wicketkeepers Ian Healy and Adam Gilchrist, teammate Darren Lehman and former Queensland Bulls captain Jimmy Marr. The service will be broadcast live at the Queensland Cricketers Club and the Gabba. Simons died in a car crash in Townsville earlier this month. Petrol prices are tipped to hit record levels, causing more problems for the family budget. Within days, a litre of unleaded is estimated to reach $2.20. The national average rose by 14 cents last week, which is the third biggest increase on record. It's being blamed on a weak Australian dollar, China's zero COVID policy and the war in Ukraine, among other factors. The first non-stop flight from Perth to London in two years has taken off overnight. More than 200 passengers were on board the Qantas Dreamliner. Every seat snapped up. The service is operating six times a week and is almost completely booked out for the next month. It effectively makes Perth Australia's gateway to continental Europe with a new direct flight to Rome launching on June 22nd. A football fan who was struck with a didgeridoo outside the MCG says the attack was unprovoked. The 25-year-old was left with a fractured skull and broken nose and will need surgery. Even watching the footage, like, when I got hit, it looked like I fell and hit my head on the ground as well. As well. So like, I could have died right there and then. Yeah, just weak act, even carrying around something and wanting to use it as a weapon and running away, just weak coward. He says he's been going to the footy for almost 10 years, but the assault has left him nervous about returning to the game he loves. Dashcam video has captured a shocking motorbike crash on Queensland's Sunshine Coast. The rider was travelling at high speed along the Bruce Highway near Caloundra when they lost control and came off. The bike can then be seen cartwheeling down the highway with the rider trailing behind. It's not known if they were seriously injured. The former teenage lover of Chris Dawson married him wearing a diamond engagement ring made from the rings of Dawson's missing wife. He's accused of killing his first wife, Lynette, so he could start a new life with the schoolgirl. For a bride, it's tradition to wear something old and something new. For Chris Dawson's young second wife, she had both on one hand, an engagement ring made using Lynette Dawson's diamonds, the first wife he's accused of killing. The former babysitter, who can only be identified as JC, told the court she walked out on the marriage after five years. He was a desperate man who had lost something that he fought so hard for. I had left him and I was not coming back and he knew that. Dawson's lawyers spoke of a husband who was supportive, showing her a number of letters in which he professed his love for her. He would have said anything to try and get me to come back, 
to the abuse-in-prison-like state that I lived in. A former work colleague of Lynette Dawson spoke of seeing bruising on Lynette's neck. She asked her what happened and was told Chris had grabbed her around the throat after marriage counselling and had threatened to end her. The court was told when Lynn didn't show up to work, Chris called her boss to say Lynn had gone away and needed some time out. At that stage, she didn't know when she would be coming back. She never did. Leonie Ryan, 7 News. An Adelaide man has given police a head start after he was carjacked by a group of thieves. When they threatened him with a knife and pulled him out of the vehicle, Matt Linturn hid his phone under the seat. He and his housemate tracked them on an app as they drove away. As I was getting out of the car, I sort of kicked it under the seat so we you know, obviously didn't see. He'd keep the phone to call the police, so he'd keep the phone under there for tracking it. They later dumped the car and a man was caught on camera running from the scene. Police are hoping a member of the public can help identify him. Perth scientists believe a groundbreaking new treatment for cerebral palsy is just around the corner with a stem cell in transfusion producing remarkable results. But as Jordan Cutts reports, more money and support is needed to further the research. For the first three years of her life, Charlotte was unable to walk or talk. She was born with an undiagnosed syndrome causing complications including cerebral palsy, epilepsy, white matter on her brain and a hole in her heart, leaving her unresponsive and reliant on a feeding tube. Basically the prognosis was very, very grim. Um, less than 10% chance of survival. But a chance encounter with a mum in a waiting room would change the family's life forever. She said, my daughter's actually got cerebral palsy and, and we conceived this baby because we'd heard of this trial where you can actually potentially use sibling cord blood um, as long as it's a full match and have it transfused into the, um, the child with cerebral palsy. Charlotte went on to have treatment and showed signs of improvement almost immediately. It was just absolutely incre incredible seeing her make these enormous leaps um, in such a short space of time. The Northern girl can now dress herself, name her family and has learned to run, thriving with the help of her family, especially her older brother Josh. At 14, he's a young carer and is even hosting a TED Talk about having a sibling with special needs. She has been able to actually help me grow <coughs> mechanisms of coping. While Charlotte was lucky she was able to have the transfusion from her younger sister Emma, most umbilical cord blood isn't stored unless specified by the family. Most people throw the umbilical cord blood away, but actually it's possible to uh, donate it or to store it. And that's a really important thing that we can do to help people with um, brain injury. Cord blood transfusions are currently available as an option for some cancers. And while trials for people like Charlotte are showing positive results, more cord blood samples are needed to keep research going. Phase one, we've finished phase two. There's a big need for a phase three trial in Australia and we need these samples to make that possible. I think this is a treatment that's just a short way around the corner. Jordan Katz, 7 News. The University of Sydney has come under fire for posting a surplus of more than a billion dollars a year after it was reported to be in financial strife. More than 200 staff were laid off during the pandemic and two years ago the uni, which is the nation's oldest, made a claim for JobKeeper assistance, which was knocked back. News Corp is reporting the surplus is largely due to a boost in revenue from international students. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords finished the day slightly up, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,852 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 110 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.04 US cents, 90.83 Japanese yen and $1.09 US. Zealand. Supermodel Kate Moss will testify at Johnny Depp's defamation trial against Amber Heard. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. Why is she appearing? Good morning, Jodie. Well, it is Johnny Depp's legal team that has called Kate Moss to the witness stand. They want to dispel rumours that he pushed her down a set of stairs when the pair was dating back in the 90s. It was actually Amber Heard who raised her name during her testimony, uh, justifying why she hit Johnny Depp and saying that she was scared he was going to hit her, uh, he was going to push her sister down a set of stairs uh, like he did to Kate Moss. So they will be looking to uh, quash those rumours. Today in court, they are revisiting that incident where Johnny Depp says his finger was severed when Amber Heard threw a vodka bottle at him. Today a doctor has disputed those injuries. Well, I, I think that, that the uh, physicians uh, did a good job of documenting the presentation, the appearance of the wound. Uh, they, they did not document the presence of any glass shards um, and there were no other associated injuries elsewhere on the hand. This wound doesn't really appear to be a, a sharp glass laceration. So it's his word against hers. Uh, Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for 50 million US dollars. She is countersuing for double that amount. This trial is expected to wrap up this Friday when the jury will then go out to deliberate. Jodie. Okay, Ash Mullaney, thank you. Pharmaceutical giant Pfizer has released new data on its COVID vaccine for children. It claims three child-sized doses are 80% effective against the Omicron strain for those under the age of five. That age group isn't yet eligible for a vaccine and equates to around 19 million American children. The company is hoping to change that and will give the data to the regulator for approval. The number of confirmed monkeypox cases in the UK has more than doubled to 57. The country's health security agency says 56 of them are in England and, Scot and Scotland has confirmed its first case. It maintains the risk to the population is low. Close contacts of those who have contracted monkeypox are being asked to isolate at home for 21 days. The first Russian soldier to be tried for war crimes has been jailed for life for killing an unarmed civilian as he rode his bicycle. The tank commander pleaded guilty and said he'd been ordered by a superior to shoot the innocent man. In court, he asked forgiveness of the man's widow. A court in Kyiv handed down the sentence for premeditated murder. A huge sandstorm has hit the Iraqi capital of Baghdad. A thick blanket of orange dust has covered roads and buildings and residents are being urged to stay indoors. Flights in and out of the country have been cancelled, with visibility reduced to almost zero. The storm is affecting several other Iraqi provinces and is expected to last for two days. 
To Sport Now and Fremantle, Sam Switkowski has been sent straight to the AFL Tribunal for a rare chicken wing tackle. The incident happened during Sunday's clash with Collingwood as Switkowski tackled pies for Jack Inovan. Sydney champion Josh Kennedy's season and career may be over. Scans revealing he'll miss up to 10 weeks with a serious hamstring injury. Geelong superstar Patrick Dangerfield faces up to two weeks out after re-injuring his calf. After months of conjecture, the Dragons have confirmed Jack Bird's re-signing with the club. The 27-year-old will stay in Wollongong through to the end of the 2024 season. Herbie Farnworth put pen to paper to stay at the Broncos, rejecting an offer from the Dolphins. And the Warriors have been shocked by the sudden retirement of young gun Chanel Harris-Tavita. The 23-year-old says his interests have changed and he wants to travel and write instead. The big names fell like dominoes in the women's draw at the French Open. Defending champion Barbara Krejcikova suffered a shock first-round loss to local Diane Parry. Australia's Isla Tomlojanovic picked up a big scalp, knocking out fifth seed Annette Kontovite. And Isla Tomlojanovic secures the straight-set victory. Naomi Osaka also lost her opener and says she may not go to Wimbledon after it was stripped of ranking points. Australia's Jordan Thompson was in a world of pain against Rafa Nadal. You've got a feel for Jordan Thompson. Pretty much played the perfect point and ends up losing it. The 13-time champion cruised into the second round, winning in straight sets. The Queen has made a last-minute appearance at the Chelsea Flower Show in London. Her Majesty viewed ten garden exhibits from the comfort of a luxury buggy. She's attended Chelsea more than 50 times in her 70-year reign and it's one of the highlights of her calendar. And this is the first time in nearly a decade the monarch has used a buggy at an official engagement. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a weakened trough over southern WA and a trough over western South Australia will bring showers and storms. A coastal trough and onshore winds will bring showers and isolated storms to eastern Queensland and New South Wales. High pressure is keeping Tasmania, Victoria, western New South Wales, Queensland and the Northern Territory mostly dry. Around the capitals today, showers in Brisbane heading for a top of 22 degrees. Showers and 20 in Sydney. Partly cloudy, 17 in Canberra. Sunny heading for 19 in Melbourne. Mostly sunny in Hobart today, 14 the top. 22 and becoming cloudy in Adelaide. A possible early storm and showers heading for 20 in Perth. And sunny and 34 degrees in Darwin.